in the graveyard, Papa's in the pen. Welcome to Tuesday. I am more than a little excited because I just found out. What would you just find out? <laughs> You're going to have a matching t-shirt with your wife. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be that couple. Gonna... She's getting back at me for not dressing up for the Derby Day party at her friend's house. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why she's getting no. the... Oh, okay. She likes astronaut cats. <laughs> I love that you're going to have matching astronaut yeah. cat t-shirts. Yeah. And I need you to go to Cedar Point wearing your matching t-shirts. Because if ever you're going to see uh, a couple that's wearing matching clothing, it's Point. usually at an amusement park of some mm. sort. So, yeah, if you guys could Great. ride the Gemini or the Mean Streak or whatever, <laughs> both wearing your matching astronaut cat t-shirts, that would be fantastic. See, what I really want to do is get all of our colleagues here from Radio Media uh -huh. and make Santos Family Reunion t-shirts. <laughs> Because none of us look anything like one another. I get like 20 of us wearing a family reunion t-shirt. You're, are you, are you? Yes. No. This is my cousin Dave. Right. Go hang out on Belle Isle for a day. But you, but I, oh. I'm confused. Are any, do you have the same, do, are you all adopted? What's happening here? I'm very confused. Yes. Well, a lot of people feel like the Avengers are their family. Uh, yes. And that family's got some problems. Mm. Mostly with death, but uh, <laughs> we're finding out that if you thought you were upset and a booing and a hooing while you were sitting in the movie theater wearing your astronaut cat t-shirt and watching uh, Infinity War, that's nothing, nothing compared to what you're going to get in Avengers 4. Are we going to spoiler alert this early in there's the no, There's really nothing specific in what he says that could spoil it. But we do, without putting it into context by saying that you felt such a big loss at the end of the first Infinity War movie. Yeah. With certain huge heroes going, bye-bye. All we are is dust in the wind, dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, um, I do have to say that, you know, a lot of the rumors were swirling around the fact that uh, the Russo brothers said, oh, no, there will be real. Some things will be undone, but some things won't. And bigger things will happen. And um, Thor himself yeah. has uh, confirmed it. He said that uh, the, the second one he's even more excited about and that uh, Avengers 4, which he called the second one, hmm. um, is going to be shocking for other reasons entirely than what was shocking in Avengers Infinity War. Oh, they're going to so, put three in the pink? Wow. I don't, is that even possible? <laughs> I guess so. I just I'm thinking more of the, I'm thinking I'm like... more of the stink, not the pink. Um... <laughs> That's why I love Sarah. <laughs> Woo! I draw the line in a different part of the sand, and Sarah crosses right over it. <laughs> um, no. Oh, I just lost my thought. Oh, that yeah, that it was going to be shocking for different reasons. Because there, listen, there are a bunch of deaths. If you haven't seen, mm. we won't see. There are a bunch of deaths in Avengers: Infinity War. And the latest theory that I saw was that. All the people that you saw die in the first one are actually really alive, and it's mm. like flip-flopped, and all yes. the people that you thought were alive are actually dead, yes. and then they burp Here, in the just, next movie. Let me just throw the shorthand out. Yeah. Every, and, and this is another spoiler alert. Yeah. If you look really closely at the last, say, what, 20 minutes, including the credits of Infinity War, yeah. everyone that died basically has a sequel. Right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
So I mean, there are theories about time travel, but the one about it actually being the people that think they're still alive are actually dead and vice versa mm. was a new one that I hadn't heard. But um, I just love that uh, that Hemsworth is like, yeah, in the second one, even though they won't call it that. And it used mm. to, I think, I think it, it used to, wasn't it Infinity War, like part one and part two? Mm -hmm. And then they dropped that and they stopped calling it. And they're like, no, 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 we're not going to tell you what the title is. Because it's supposed to be a big spoiler. Big spoiler, yeah. They're like, you enjoy Infinity War for right now and you be patient. And what we're calling Avengers 4, which is really Infinity War part two, will have a title I, that uh, may give some things head away. Head is hurting. So, yeah. They should just call it all the MCU movies, just number them in chronological order. So this would be like MCU number 19. <laughs> Just call it that. I am looking forward to it, but I don't want to see the reality because right now I've actually gone through my grieving process. One, two, three, you four, know. five stages? Yes, I've gone through all the stages of grieving. I finally hit acceptance. Okay. And so I'm good, right? All right. But then they're going to reboot. Oh, gosh. But then they're going to hit you again. But another big, there, there, there's other rumors about this whole kitten caboodle. Okay. Um, that number one, Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, yes. Well, you know, because Wasp will be on the country club. Uh, <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> yeah. So Ant-Man <laughs> starts dating a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. I mean. That's the big spoiler. No. Um, and her parents don't like him. <laughs> right. And... They don't like him. He's, a, he's got a criminal record, love. <laughs> uh, so what, what ends so up happening? So they weren't in Infinity War. Correct. And they explained that. Right. They addressed it. Yeah. And so I think that, that Ant-Man and Wasp will actually be kind of like Avengers 1.37. Okay. Yeah. Not 1.25 and no. not quite 1.5. No. But kind of somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I also think that um, the Captain Marvel movie yes. is going to be, they're saying that this will be a part of the entire thing. Well, because right. Because it takes place in, in the, the 90s. 90s. So she'll have a beeper and a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Grunge music, I'm sure. Right. I don't Flannel. know. Flannel. Maybe she's in a little affair. We don't know. Yeah. We haven't seen the movie yet. Third Eye Blind will play a prominent role uh, in this film. Wish you would step yeah. back from that ledge. Yeah, it starts out with Carol Danvers being at a Toad the Wet Sprocket concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know? I miss Toad the yes. Wet Sprocket. I love them. And then them. the second her boyfriend gets pulled on stage to play tambourine by the lead singer <laughs> is the second that she gets the page from Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, man. Boom. I gotta go save the universe. Right. Son of a... Yeah. So, yeah, there are some pieces that need to fall into place. The Ant-Man-Wasp uh, movie, there's things that are going to be explained there. There's going to be things in, the, um, in her movie. And then also, you know, Hawkeye wasn't um, in Infinity War. Mm. And as far as I know, he is going to be in what they're just calling Avengers 4. Mm -hmm. um, Actually, they're calling it Avengers 4 at Jeremy Renner. <laughs> That's what they're calling it. He will yeah. be. And we actually have a, a kind of a funny story about uh, Jeremy Renner and what he was doing in his non-Avengers time <laughs> coming up in a little bit. But yeah, all of those pieces are going to fall into place, and I'm sure we'll all be very satisfied with the next one. Will we be satisfied with part two of Wreck-It Ralph? I have been just calling it Wreck-It Ralph mm. 2. That's not the name of it. Uh, they call, it's actually called Wreck-It Ralph colon Rex in effects. <laughs> yes. All I want to do yeah. is a zoom, zoom, it's a, zoom. It's an hour and a half music video for the song Rump Shaker. <laughs> just shake your rump. Uh, it's actually called Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet, hmm. much like the Kim Kardashian cover of Paper Magazine right. Broke the Internet. Here's or my the blue dress. Champagne. Oh, that one too. Or uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, um, Yanni or Laurel. <laughs> oh, God. Please, please don't oh, ever bring that up ever, ever again. But yes, um, it looks good. And we had shown you the photos of all of the Disney princesses having their Avengers moment. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but now you get to actually see it in action in the new trailer and hear the voices of all the original princesses in it as well. So Ooh. here is uh, Wreck-It Ralph Electric Boogaloo. Start churning butter and put on your church shoes, little sister, because we're about to blast off! Ralph, what is it you're trying to say? We're going to the internet. What? I've ever seen. Welcome to the search bar. What can I help you find today? Um, Umbrella. Umbridge. Umami. No. Noah's Ark. No doubt. Nordstrom Rack. <sighs> Ergonomics. Urban Outfitters. Urkel. I'm pretty sure he's just trying to guess what you're gonna say. My autofill is a touch aggressive today. Let me try. Take me to a website that's super intense and really nuts. Oh, I only found one result. <laughs> Oh, come on. Princesses and cartoon characters barf. Hey. Whoa. Oh. You're coming with us, kid. <gasps> Hi. <gasps> whoa, whoa, ladies, I'm a princess, too. What kind of a princess are you? Uh, Do you have magic hair? No. Magic hands? No. Do animals talk to you? No. Were you poisoned? No. Cursed? No. Kidnapped or enslaved? No. Are you guys okay? Should I call the police? Do people assume all your problems got solved because a big, strong man showed up? Yes. What is up with that? She, she is, is a princess. princess. <laughs> Ralph breaks the internet. Shouldn't it be Ralph wrecks the internet? Yeah, since he is Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, yeah, but break the internet, it's like a thing. Right, it's just wreck the internet kind of sounds better, doesn't it? You're not wrong. All right, we got to wait a long time. Yeah. Not until Thanksgiving. I'm going but to make looks a prediction. Um, okay. I think this the Wreck-It Ralph sequel, and I'm actually not joking about this, will okay. be one of those movies that the sequel is actually better than the first one. Possible. The, uh, based on the trailer alone. Yeah. And then I have a question. Please. Why does every movie that takes place inside a computer uh -huh. have to have Daft Punk in the trailer? Why? I'm just wondering. It's a good I'm question. I'm not complaining. It's a legit question, Joe. You know? Someday we'll get the answer to that. I, Maybe just, they'll answer it. I in, don't know. In Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Um, there is a big collaboration happening, not just with all the princesses and Wreck-It Ralph, but now we've seen that Van Sneaker is doing a big collabo with Marvel. I love it. And are you... No, I'm not wearing Vans. No. But are you a sneakerhead? I'm not sure. I'm not a sneaker pimp. Okay. Or I'm not a sneakerhead. Yes. Um, I'm a... Uh, uh, what would you is, say? I need to say this really carefully because it could come so out So as not wrong. to offend the other sneaker-loving... I, <laughs> I am somewhat of a footwear file. Part of it is being Filipino. Is that? Um, oh, oh, well. Yeah. Because you <laughs> What's gotta, up, Imelda? You, you need to be really careful how you... If you're into footwear, yeah. you have to be really careful how you say it. If you're Filipino? Because, because the uh, ped 
is uh, you know, the Latin derivative for feet. Okay. So if you're a oh, you don't want you to. You don't be want to. That's why you have to be a file of, of pads. pads. Yes. Yes. You could be a file of cads, but that comes dangerously close. close. Still close. Um, yeah. But no, I dig these, and I yeah. will absolutely well, the, have yeah, because they have. Um, so they're doing it with Marvel in general, and I think they have Captain America shoes and mm. Spider-Man ones that are pretty cool. But the Black Panther combo deal that they've got going on has the coolest stuff. Yes, the hats and the T-shirts for that are pretty sweet. But the shoes, the shoes, the shoes. I love the little thing mm -hmm. at the top for where you. I'm. You're not gonna put. Yeah. You're not gonna do your laces up that high. The number you're one. Cool, they're made of I vibranium. I figured. Yeah. They and then they be. have little LEDs that when you walk, they light up. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I love these things. Yeah. And I'm very, very excited. And, uh, yeah, I love collaborations with different brands. For example, uh, there were skate shoes with Cause that did the graphics for them. Cause! Cause, who did the ugly statues in Downtown, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what my kid doesn't know is Marvel also has collaborated with other companies. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, obviously, because you right. can't walk into, like, a Target or a Walmart no, without yeah, well, no seeing kidding. all the cross-promotion. But a couple years back, they did all these Burton snowboards, so I bought almost everything for Jonah in the bigger sizes. Oh, and they're so he can grow into So he can grow into them. You're he's so got like he's got like his first snowboard was an Iron Man snowboard. Yeah. His first boots were Hulk boots, and then his next one is going to be Captain America, <laughs> and it's going to move. You got some Spider-Man stuff. That, yes, he has a Spider-Man spi snowboard jacket. I figure. And I a Burton Spider-Man back. I'm dead serious. That, it's no, all in the closet. Trust me, Joe. I believe you. Oh, I know. I'm overcompensating for the stuff that I didn't get when I was a kid. <laughs> clearly, right? I think that's how like our generation kind right. of is parenting. But yes. yes. The Vans full off-the-wall superhero collection comes out this Friday. So you don't even mm. have to wait that long. Although I have a feeling that the Black Panther shoes, because they're the coolest ones, are going to, I mean, yeah. there's gonna, you're going to have to get them like secondary market and you're probably, they're going to jack up they're the prices. They're going to end up on eBay. For, yes. Yeah. That is just going to happen. And then apparently you can also do a thing too with Vans where you can go online and design your own stuff. Mm -hmm. You can do like custom. You can do all the different colors and, and the shoes soles. And, and, oh, yeah. You can do like a Spicoli Black Panther, <laughs> which would be awesome. With the black and white uh, yeah. checks on it still, but yeah. then like maybe like a hurrah, like just yeah. a panther claw. Yeah, when, when you walk, they say, Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever, Mr. Hand. Doesn't that make it our time, T'Challa? Yeah. Um, yes. Also, Kevin Smith, who loves comic books, a very mm. busy man. Yeah, you might say that he's a comic book man. You might say he's yeah. a comic book guy, a man. I don't know. What's the show called? Comic book man. It's men? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, he, thank goodness he's healthy because he's got a lot on his plate. We were mentioning last week that there's going to be another Jay and Silent Bob movie mm -hmm. where they sort of make fun of remakes and reboots. Oddly, he was just talking about how he himself is working on a sort of remake reboot of a very famous movie. Apparently, he's been in love with this idea of remaking Jaws, but not with a shark, uh, with a moose. As you do. Moose Jaws. Why is this a thing? And he just re announced that he got funding for it. So somebody bought into his pitch and was like, yep, we need a movie about a killer moose. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we'll call it Moose Jaws. Well, since it takes place in Canada, it's actually about a mouse. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, that's a that's moose. A, it's a moose. The moose is uh, moose. The American cast member, a, a moose? Like with antlers? No, a moose. <laughs> No, dude. Put the trap down with some cheese for the moose. Um, 
But, you know, since Jaws came out, yeah. Hollywood has cranked out all kinds of movies really based on the same premise. Sure. Right? Yeah. You know, so there was Orca, Piranha, um, like all these things that swim. There have been and other shark, show. shark movies, not Jaws, but other shark right. movies. And then there hasn't been a shark movie. That would I be think terrible. there probably has been, oh, but we, I mean, we'll do some Googling yeah. after the show. It was made but... in Germany in the back room of a weird <laughs> warehouse. Starring Hasselhoff. Right. Yes. Um, in, in Creepshow, there was basically, it was Jaws with a swimming pool cover, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, what else? There was the Samuel L. Jackson thing where he was standing on the deck <laughs> of a pool and a shark jumped out and ate him. With a, was that Deep Blue? It had LL Cool J in it. Yeah. That's all I remember. I think it was Deep Blue... Deep Blue Something. Deep Blue Something? Didn't, didn't that was a band. Blue, it was Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's. Yes. Um, and then Anaconda was basically Jaws with Ice Cube and a snake. Right. Yeah. And it don't want none unless you got Buns Hung, which it had Jennifer Lopez in it, and so she clearly had the buns that the Anaconda was interested right. in. Right. Absolutely. So it all made sense. But yeah, he, uh, he's got the funding, and we're going to, I don't know how long it's going to take, but in a couple years, we're going to be seeing... Moose Jaws hitting a theater near you. Now, another movie with a crazy plot um, is starring the aforementioned Jeremy Renner, mm. who was not in Infinity War, but will be in Avengers 4. But people saw pictures of Jeremy Renner with casts on his arms and realized that he had broken them doing mm. something. And they just assumed, because it's an action movie, that he must have been uh, doing something for Avengers 4 in some capacity as Hawkeye when he broke them doing stunts. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. No, no. He broke them in a, a movie about adult men who've been playing one game of tag over the course of 30 years. Right. Starring him and John Hamm and a slew of a bunch of other guys. It's a movie called Tag. Hmm. And, uh, and John Hamm was just on Ellen, and he was talking about how this happened. Whatever he was doing in the service of the movie tech where they were playing the game and he's the only guy that's never been it. Right. Um, he broke both of his arms in the first three days of shooting oh. <laughs> and they didn't want to shut the movie down. So they put like green sleeves over his cast mm. and they actually paid the money because it would be less expensive to do it this way than to shut the movie down. Um, they CGI Jeremy Renner's arms. Oh in my the, gosh! In the rest that's, of the movie tag. that's kind of like in Forrest Gump. It would have been too expensive to physically chop off Lieutenant Dan's legs and that's then true. reattach that's them. That's true. Because that would have been commitment yes. by the actor. But yes. <laughs> so that's why Lieutenant Dan had to have CGI non-legs. Correct. So this is the this is the opposite of Forrest Gump. Right. They're adding limbs. Yes. In baby this boomers one. will love it. <laughs> So yeah, stunts, stunts can mess up your movie, uh -huh. and you especially don't want one of your lead actors getting hurt, and it happened. And so the insurers on movies are usually very strict about what they will and what they won't let mm. you do. And we have a big story coming from the Star Wars universe and one of its stars and what he was sad about what he was not allowed to do, and we will let you know what that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. 
come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. On Pop That Culture, yes, we were talking about stunts because Jeremy Renner thought, ah, it's no big, there's just a couple, there's maybe some running around yeah. I'll do in the movie tag. You know, I'm going to have to avoid them actually being able to touch me because mm. my character's never been it. Right. I also love that that movie is based on a true story. Like, there is a I group no of idea. men who kept a game of tag going for 30 years. I, have you seen the, the trailer? For tag? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty funny. funny. I want I to go see it. <laughs> I like at first. I'm like, what are these big actors doing in this movie? And then the more I watch the trailer, I'm like, you know what? This is actually hysterical. Mm. I will completely because there's one guy who's at a wedding, and then he sees Renner, <laughs> and he's trying to tag him, you know, at the wedding. And I mean, rain or shine, these men go after each other um, to try and complete the game. But yeah, so he uh, he thought it was going to be no big deal, ends up breaking both of his arms, could have completely Amazing. screwed the movie. So uh, obviously for large movies, they have insurers and actors can do some stunts, mm -hmm. but they but the insurers won't allow them to do other stunts. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're Tom Cruise, you basically can do whatever the mm -hmm. hell you want to do because he insists on doing everything. Right. But back in the day, because Mark Hamill was newer when he was playing Luke Skywalker, they were like, these are big movies. I know you're excited to do some of your stunts. We have a very qualified stuntman over here who's mm -hmm. done stunting for um, James Bond, for Superman. They're mm -hmm. like, how about you let him do his yeah, thing? Yeah, let him, let him do his thing. Um, remember also that Empire Strikes Back happened after Corvette Summer. You don't know what Corvette Summer is. No. You didn't know what the Star Wars Christmas special is. Correct. And you didn't know what Corvette Summer was? Was Mark Hamill actually in another movie besides ah! the Star Wars yeah! trilogy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Elizabeth! Elizabeth! Okay. okay it's so the big one, Elizabeth. Let's, okay, a couple things happened after Star Wars A New Hope was shot. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, Mark Hamill's agent said, look, Mark, back off on the whining. People are really hating your character. Oh. In a few years, in a couple decades, yes. a TV show called Friends will come out, and there will be a whiner on that show, and he will be universally hated as well. You don't want to be a swimmer. Yes, don't be a swimmer. Yeah. Um, but seriously, what happened was uh, he got into a car accident. Okay, I knew he'd been in an accident mm -hmm. and realized it was, so it was for a movie. Right. 
Well, no, it was. Oh. This is all. So a couple of things happened between A New Hope and Empire. Okay. So, uh, so he got into a car accident, mm -hmm. which is why he had that opening scene yes. in Empire that messed up his face. Correct. So number two, he shot a movie called Corvette Summer. Okay. About. Basically, Mark Hamill finding an old Corvette in a junkyard and restoring it, and somehow bad guys end up after him. Total 70s movie tropes. <laughs> now, so I've, Sarah, I always heap onto her, her movie watching list. Yeah. Um, I've heaped on Rad the movie. Which I'm not mad at, because if you've seen any clips on YouTube, it is amazing. Yes. And then the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh -huh. Now your homework is to watch Corvette Summer. Corvette Summer. Corvette Summer. Not Horvette. No. That's the porno version. Well. Starring Mark yeah. Hamill. Well, apparently Hamill really wanted to do, when he had the big fight with Darth Vader in Cloud City, mm. and they had that huge uh, circular window, he wanted to do the stunt where he goes out the window. Mm -hmm. And the stunt guy had shown him how to do it, and they used a springboard, and they'd been practicing, practicing. And the insurers were like, no, yep. we are not your father. Um, and uh, so he had to tap out for that one. But Unbelievable. In his tweets yesterday where he revealed this and the photos and all of that and thanked the stunt guy, Mark Hamill did say, give me a little bit of credit, though, because it was me doing the one-armed handstand when he's training with Yoda, and he has Yoda on top of his foot. Now, allegedly, there was a little bit of harness help in I that. would imagine. <laughs> but or, it is. Or it was shot upside down with him. He was glued to the ceiling. It and is. They just shot it upside down. Mark Hamill. And he was uh, slightly... Gymnastical, I guess. <laughs> He's able to do this stunt with the puppet on his foot. So he wanted to, he wanted to make sure everybody knew that one was actually me. But I mean, you can tell because you can see his. Oh, sorry, that's okay. Yeah. You can uh, you can see his face. So anytime you can see the actor's face, unless they're doing like they did in that Blue Crush movie where they CGI the lead actress's face onto the surfboard, so, so and you bad. can kind of see like her face shifting oh. over the stunt person who was actually on the surfboard. Unless they're doing uh, that. If you can see their face, obviously it's them doing the stunt. Yeah. Um, this uh, next series of stories is all about fakes. Mm -hmm. People who be faking it. And the first one is during the royal wedding, there was so much coverage and there was so much television that a lot of shows were scrambling to get any kind of guest that they could get on to talk about the royals and the royal wedding. And there was one guy who was allegedly a royal family expert, who was a guest on everybody's show. They all thought, well, listen, I mean, he's got the posh accent, mm. he's got the posh name, which is very long, Thomas James, Mace Archer, Mills, mm -hmm. Esquire. He put an Esquire in yes. there, Dave. And he was an extra in Game of Thrones and Harry Potter. I no, mean, he, he, seemed, <laughs> he seems too legit to quit. He has that many names. He sounds like it. He knew what he was talking mm -hmm. about. Every show put him on. Ah. And then the Wall Street Journal did an investigative piece and realized... Um, He's only been living in England since 2012. Oh, what? He's, he's an American, an Italian-American guy from upstate New York named Tommy Muscatello. Oh, Muscatello. Muscatello. No, not Thomas Whoa. J. Mace Archer Mills Esquire. And uh, he apparently learned to use a British accent when he was first in a high school play version of Oliver. But I would imagine that anyone that's really from the U.K. sees this guy and says... There's no way that he's from England. I would tend to agree with you. So here, this is actually, so he's actually kind of on an apology tour now because a lot of these shows <laughs> that um, had him on as an expert now have complete egg on their face and they're like, remember that guy that we talked to? <laughs> um, he's not real. 
And so a lot of these shows have had him on, including Inside Edition. Listen to Mr. Esquire's accent. I think it sounds like a sham. I don't know how they didn't pick right. up on it the entire time. Mm -hmm. So here is the clip. Now he's come to Inside Edition to explain himself. What makes me an expert is that I possess the knowledge. I know what the royal family do. I know how they work. I know the institution and the history along with it. I've never said I was born in Great Britain. Inside Edition's royal expert Victoria Arbiter says Mr. Monarchy pushed things so a bit too far. He just kicked up every single caricature about British people. I mean, there were what seems to be 12 double barrel names after his first name. He really pushed the posh end of the accent. He does seem to know what he's talking about. I'm just not quite sure why he felt he needed to do so as such a caricature. I have to ask you, how did you get your British accent? It's what I was taught. It's what I, I study through online courses and also practicing with my people uh, that I consider close friends and family. I can't. It's you know what? I can't with him. I can't. That accent, complete with the paperboy hat, I know. is you know his accent is about as authentic as Stewie from Family Guy. <laughs> cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> Say cool. Say whip. Now cool whip. Cool whip. Uh, yeah. Well, so apparently this guy actually formed a group online called British Monarchist Society and Foundation. Oh my God. And he's the editor of a magazine called Crown and Country. And when the Wall Street Journal contacted him, um, he said, well, he does live in England. He's been there since 2012. He works in real estate, but he wouldn't give mm. any other details. So he's right. done some studying. When he was putting out all these blurbs about the background of the royal family, people going back and looked over him, and they're like, well, he's not wrong. He doesn't know how to read. Right. <laughs> articles on the internet that would tell him I, about the royal you know, family. But. I don't understand what it is with Italians that move to England and then all of a sudden act like they've been Brits for their entire lives, Madonna. Ciccone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So, so true. Uh, another fun fraud. Remember that uh, televangelist that we were talking about? Yes. Already had three private jets and was asking his flock for a fourth one. Well, now Jesse Duplantis would like you to know that um, he never asked people for money, mm. Joe. He never asked them for actual cash. No. He asked them to believe the aircraft into existence. Right, right. just will it into existence. I need you to pray the plane into my life. <laughs> And uh, because people were coming down on him a little hard, as you would imagine, when he asked for a $54 million private jet. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen, some of my followers have sent money, but that's because that's what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I did not say, right. send me money for the plane. Right. I just said, believe. Mm -hmm. And if their belief comes in the form of cash money, I'm not sending it right. back, but I... I who I didn't knows? ask you specifically yeah, he didn't ask, for But remember, it. remember, Jesus rode into town on an ass, and he wants to fly into town in a G6. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yes. I think that was actually in the Bible somewhere. What is it? Hmm? Leviticus? What was it? Uh, you know, <laughs> it was Transporticus. <laughs> that's, that's how all the biblical figures got transported. Around. Oh, God. Now, coming up when we get back, uh, you don't often think that you were going to be sitting down at home, like just eating a bowl of cereal mm. or something at night, and you're like, I'm going to relax. 
watch myself an episode of Jeopardy yeah, and see if not? I can be as smart as the people on Jeopardy. And then see a question that's about one of the most embarrassing scandals in your family actually used as a question. <laughs> yeah, that's when you do the, the serial spit take. <laughs> <laughs> on Jeopardy. We will tell you which, I guess I'll call him a celebrity, had that experience when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Yes, we were talking about someone who had the horrifying experience of watching a family scandal play out uh, as a question on Jeopardy. <laughs> And uh, I honestly, <clears throat> I've never been a fan of Dane Cook. And I know that people loved comedian Dave Cook, Dane Cook, Dave Cook, Dane Cook. Hi, Dave. Um, <laughs> and that he was so huge that, I mean, when he was doing his big arena tours. Yeah, I never, he just wasn't showing the round. I know. And he would sell out across the country. People were crazy for Dane Cook. Right. And then he kind of worked his way into acting-ish mm -hmm. for a little while. He was in a romantic comedy with Jessica Alba. He was in right. one with Jessica Simpson. Uh -huh. I don't... And then one with Marge Simpson. Which yeah. was very was sexy. Fantastic. Yeah. But actually, the one thing that I really enjoyed, two things, Planes and Planes 2. Oh, that's right. Where he he is voiced the, voice. the character of Dusty. You're right. Jonah has a dusty airplane that yeah. you, hit, you hit the plane. Yeah. And Dane Cook talks. It's fantastic. No, you're right. I totally forgot about the uh, the whole voice in the planes thing. So, but I mean, other than that, I don't know what Dane Cook is doing now. 
No. Um, other than dating, I think it's a 19-year-old, because I did see some pictures of that. <laughs> Yay, good for Dane. Um, the two of them out on the beach. But apparently he was uh, at home one night, and then he started getting some texts from friends, and they're like, you need to turn on um, Jeopardy. Hmm. And so he shot a whole video of himself actually seeing what happened and his reaction to the question. I love Jeopardy. Maybe I can just watch it and get away from it all. Should I nope. my oh, oh, oh. oh, and it's coming. Slowly and Dane Cook is going to be sitting at home watching Jeopardy and then all of us had it. Now. Jeopardy, what is embezzlement? That's the word. Nope. Oh, now? No. Now. <laughs> We had a minor technical issue here on <laughs> Pop That Culture. Regardless, I didn't realize that his half-brother had been his manager at one point. I had no idea. And his half-brother then decided to um, embezzle most of Dane Cook's money. And so somebody at Jeopardy must not like him, mm. which, you know, I can't blame them. And so they decided to use that as the example question for embezzlement in the category. <laughs> And so he put a little video on uh, Twitter of himself, just like, oh, I love to watch Jeopardy to relax. And so, <coughs> are you going to die on me, buddy? I am. <laughs> Uh-oh. <coughs> Medic! Oh, wow, this is really serious. There was, serious. like, some lint or something in my coffee. Do you need, uh, do you want some of my water? No, I'm good. Are you sure? We'll just throw this segment out and start <laughs> over, because now my eyes are watering. <laughs> See, this oh. doesn't happen with Hoda and Kathy Lee. That's why you know that we're the real thing. Well, yeah. Not, we not androids. We need to from have Westworld some hosting an entertainment show. Giant wine glasses okay. during this Ooh. show. You're going to be all right, buddy? I get scared when you're choking over no, there. No, I, I think there was like a, some lint or something in it because <laughs> I, I drank my coffee thinking that the video was on. And then I'm like, wait a minute, there's something tickling my throat really bad. <laughs> all right. So <sighs> okay. We had, that, we had that poor guy, poor Dane Cook, having to be embarrassed when uh, his family scandal was on Jeopardy. And then we had another guy who was embarrassed because CVS blew up his spot and let his wife know <laughs> that he has a prescription for Viagra, which she clearly did not know. That the, Yeah, it's not. Mm. Don't use it that way. Um, I don't know why you would go through the ruse of uh, you know, keeping it secret from your wife. Here's the thing. You reach a certain age right. if you have that problem. And if the pill helps you get back in action, really, it's only going to benefit your wife. I don't know why you don't want to tell her. Right. There are so many other things that you can hide from your wife, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You Like the secret bank account, the other family that lives on the other coast. <laughs> Those are things you hide from your wife. The Viagra, I think it's a pass. Right. You think? Exactly. Wait, oh, I thought I was hiding Allegra. <laughs> I have bad allergies, you see. So I was taking the allergy not only to stop my sniffles, but to grow my wang. So there was... Uh, I mean, the, the guy definitely has a leg to stand on in suing a CBS. A third leg to stand wow, on. Wow, listen, tripod. <laughs> Easy when you walk into court. Um, no, I mean, it's legitimate that he has a lawsuit against them because um, his wife called in about a completely different prescription. And then the, whoever, Susan on the other line, the pharmacy at, at CBS was like, oh, just so you know, your husband's Viagra is not covered by insurance. And the wife was like, well, that's not what I was even calling about, but thanks right. for sharing. Yeah. Why are you even telling me this? There, there are certain 
um, articles of disclosure that you really Some can't HIPAA. take liberties with. Yeah, there's yeah. A, the HIPAA, the Hungry Hungry HIPAA Act. Yeah, uh, keeps you from disclosing. Shut that yapper. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, and then he said that this has caused a lot of distress in his marriage and he's suffered from, uh, he's got emotional suffering and pain and all of this because of it. But it's a little bit on him for keeping it a secret from his wife, but it's also on CBS because that's not information they were supposed right, to share. Right, they're not so. supposed to disclose that, just yeah. to, but in all fairness. But if you're taking Viagra, I mean, if you're at that stage in your life, I'm quite sure you and your wife have been through some worse stuff. Yeah. So why not just, you know. Also, I, mean, I would think she would maybe notice, right? Right. Like, oh. Oh, he's, oh. he's always pointing north. What's this going is, on? What's it? This is amazing. <laughs> We've just been like clocking in at like an hour now. Right. What is going on? Yeah, you haven't been like this <clears throat> since your 20s, Alvin. I know. <laughs> so that lawsuit is out there. Now, I don't know if you look forward to this every year, but Apple always has that big conference where they do their announcements of new things coming out, right. the WWDC event. Well, and no, that's a mess. You know what? When Steve Jobs did it, absolutely. Um, but Tim Cook Tim is not Cook, your. He's not your. He jam. might as well be Dane Cook, right? Am I right? <laughs> I mean, so you'd get all excited to see like which black turtleneck does Steve Jobs have oh. on today? The black one or the black one? I don't know. Uh, and then he'd always be so serious, you know, like he'd look people in the eye. Today we're going to talk about the latest Apple <laughs> products. That will keep That's CBS. Your Steve that will keep. No, this is my serious CEO voice, <laughs> by the way. It'll keep your wife from finding out if you're on boner pills. Oh. Behold, the new Apple iBone Six. You know, I mean, he'd do that, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, I have to have this product now!" How many thousands of dollars do you want, Apple? But but he, you know, Tim Cook smiles too much. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm excited to, you know. It doesn't seem as this. cool when he's yeah. just all happy and friendly about it. Yeah. So they make announcements about, uh, you know, their whole product line and what they're doing. But obviously a lot of it has to do with the iPhone and iOS 12 and the new features mm -hmm. that you're going to have there. We talked a little bit about how they're going to have this, how long you've been on your phone app, the screen time thing yes. on there. So it'll, Nobody's going to use it. Nobody, nobody cares. They don't want to know no. how long they've been on it. That's like telling a drug addict, like, hey, you're a junkie. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If you want me to tell you every couple hours, I will. Mm -hmm. Will the junkie say, yeah, you too, tell me every couple hours. Yeah. And then they have a way that you can customize Siri a bit more. It sounds like they want to make her more sort of like Alexa, mm -hmm. where you can kind of have like a morning routine or a I'm driving home routine. And right. you say like, Siri, do my driving home routine you know or what, whatever. You know what feature I want Siri to have? Hmm. Is I want Siri to actually understand the word I'm saying. Do you understand the yes. words that are coming out of my mouth? So when I say, hey, Siri, call my wife. She'll, she doesn't go, did you ask me to order pizza? Because that's what Siri does on my iPhone. Siri! Yes, um, and they're going to have more um, animojis and memojis. Mm. So kind of like a bitmoji. They're putting it uh, their own version of it and more animals that right. can talk. And then your voice comes out. That smiling pile of poo will wink at you Yay! now. It'll be awesome. It'll be the winking Stop. pile of poo. Winky poo. There's a couple things that I think will be useful. Uh, yes. Number one, Google Maps and Waze on CarPlay. That is legit okay. huge. Okay. The measuring tool. Do you know what's going to happen with the measuring tool? I was tool? excited about that one. Every man that owes an iPhone will sneak into the bathroom and ask Siri, Siri, how big am I? And Siri will go, do you want me to measure from the small of your back? <laughs> do you want me to tell you the truth, or do you want me to really tell you the measurement? Would you like the circumference or the length? 
Are we talking dreams or reality? Yeah, um, it's a, a virtual measurement tool, which is so, because how many times have you been out and you're like, oh, I, wish I, I forgot had a tape to, measure. I didn't bring the tape measure with me, you know, will this chair, will this sofa fit in our house or will whatever it is, and you're like, son of a, I didn't bring my thing yeah. with me. You know what, this is, but this is seriously going to put some people out of work, namely the people that print out those little paper yardsticks that they give out at Ikea. <laughs> So I implore President Trump to save those jobs and put a stop to this virtual tape measure madness immediately. We need to make measuring great again. Now, I know the other one that you're probably excited about, although I, I don't know other than for work reasons if people are really going to be able to use it to its full capacity, right. but you're going to be able to do group FaceTime with up to 32 people. I can see that on Thanksgiving. Oh, well, Instead of yeah. passing around the iPhone, you okay. could actually just have everybody in different rooms of the house yeah. on their iPhones, not really interacting with each other in the real world. <laughs> um, I think that should be interesting. However, I think for business reasons, because there's so many people that telecommute. Have you ever been on a conference call? Oh, they're the with, worst. With like, 40 people? God, and then, the worst. And then it, at some point, like it, the conference calls always start out really great, like, Hey, uh, Bill has entered the conference call. And you hear like, hey, guys, it's Bill. Ah, you know, and everybody's serious for the first 10 minutes. But about 10 minutes in, you hear a person's kid cry. You hear somebody actually playing a video game. Yeah. Somebody's dog starts barking. I think that'll start happening on FaceTime. Oh, yeah. How or it'll be, calls have been on it'll be like chat roulette. And it's right. just going to be people with the, oh, shoot, I forgot to have my pants on. Which, and... if you are an app developer, I implore you to do an app plug-in for FaceTime that will take your face, just your face, and put it into a professional virtual background. So it looks like you're sitting in your home office, yes. right? Because you can't be like sitting at your kitchen table, like, you know, in, in, a, in a stained wife beater on a conference call on FaceTime, <laughs> right? Or, or will that be the new thing? Uh, maybe it will. Who knows? I don't know. Business is changing so fast, I can't keep up. But yeah, so a lot of exciting things. Uh, coming out of it. A couple of them will be useful, some of them won't. I am not sure if you're a big fan of this, but I think that you probably are. Are you a Mystery Science Theater guy, Mystery Science I, 3000? I was. I yeah. was. I was a little confused because I didn't watch it. I wasn't riveted to the television, but yeah. when all of a sudden the hosts were different, well, that kind of, it was like, oh my gosh, first Aunt Viv, now this? What's going on? Next thing you know, Bewitched will be switching husbands. <laughs> oh, the Darrens. Yeah, so the... They're doing a big 30th anniversary tour. Mm -hmm. So you could actually be in the audience <clears throat> coming up um, and actually watch them do their thing where they watch all the crazy movies and they make commentary it. throughout it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So the 30th uh, anniversary tour has two separate shows happening and the tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. So if you are interested and you love them, then that could be maybe your big think, show yeah. of the year. I think you should go. It'll be fun. It'll Definitely. Be mm -hmm. Hey, stop talking through the movie. Oh, just we paid to see that. Thank you. Yes. Now, something that this poor woman <clears throat> in a town in Canada did not pay to see was herself mm. <clears throat> and her child completely covered in poop. Ah. Oh, oh. oh bombs away. <laughs> yes. Um, he looks so happy. I, that little poop yeah. is always so happy about when he actually uh, lands on people. <laughs> but there was a woman, and she was just she was just driving her car. She had her sunroof open, uh -huh. and she had her son to her right. She said, oh, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. We're going to get more sunshine. We're going to get more air. And the, oh, my God. Yeah. Just like Carrie. 
at yeah, prom, it was. but with poop in yes. the car. Yes, completely covered in poop. And then she happened to see in the car next to her, someone pointed up to the sky, and she looked up, and there was an airplane going by, which right now is the only culprit. They are working to see if they can figure out with like flight patterns and the day, which airline it was, which plane it Why was. Why did they just DNA test the poop? But that's actually yeah, that's been the easy thing to do. Now, no, 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 no. I don't know if it, CSI it, it, that stuff. It was so much poop. It would have to be multiple passengers. Well, then poop. you can confirm what flight it was on, right? There would be a lot of mixed. In, I think it's just flight patterns and where she was in her car. It'd be a lot know, easier Sarah, than sifting every, through all of it. Smarter, not harder. Besides, I, I don't think comes that out would, of a butt. A butt is also called a moon, so wouldn't it be a moon roof? In that case, sure, you could say so. But yes, yeah, she's working with authorities to figure out what plane it is. Because this has happened, I guess, two or three times now in this town where some plane is just opening a hatch and letting all the, the poop from the toilets from the passengers. They're like, we don't want to keep it on the plane. Are they allowed to do that? No, I don't think they are. No, you're not supposed to just randomly release your poop from your plane. I don't know. They, so there's a, a big people, investigation. Yeah. You know what? That's just proof positive that the airlines are going to shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to leave you on that note and come back next on uh, Pop That Culture with some more fantastic things while Joe clears his throat and I get some water. So we'll see you in a minute on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live.
Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Uh, I'm feeling better now. Yeah. We've, we've had a day, but, yeah. <laughs> we're, but we're fine now. We're back on track. You know, it's like, it's like poop just landed on us. Poop, <laughs> there know? it is. Yep. And uh, we showed one of the videos, one of those incredible videos that was showing the lava that they're dealing with mm. in Hawaii with that volcano erupting, the slow roll lava mm. that's just slowly, slowly like eating fences and cars mm. and all these people it's had like the to blob, evacuate. Yeah. But, but it's on fire. But it's lava. Rock. Right. And, yeah. And so people have been watching all that footage and it led one guy to actually ask some volcano experts in a tweet, is it safe to roast marshmallows over the lot? Since the lava is moving so slowly or if you can find a particular area where if you have a long enough stick, he tweeted, can you roast marshmallows? I don't know why this is what occurred to somebody that wouldn't it be the coolest if I had a s'more that I made with the heat from a volcano. <laughs> let's just let's just throw this out there to all people that don't understand how Darwin works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whenever something like this happens, inevitably something bad happens to somebody that attempts it, right? Sure. And then said person, the victim in the case, says, well, I never knew something would do this and hurt so-and-so. <laughs> so it's like, I never knew that having our pet anaconda in the nursery would end up being bad for our two-week-old. You know? I never knew that roasting marshmallows by a lava flow would end up with me having no feet like Anakin Skywalker at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I'm just saying. I mean, how, who was to know until yeah. we tried it? It was moving slowly. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's 2,000 degrees. If you have a long enough stick, am I good? Am I good? And uh, the experts immediately tweeted back, no, don't do it. Because we talked about all of the sulfur dioxide yes. in there. And so, well, first of all, you're gonna, if you're able to do it, your marshmallow is going to smell uh, like farts. Yeah, yes. And nobody <laughs> wants a, nobody It's going to smell like a bad catalytic converter. Yeah, nobody wants a fart s'more. That's not what you're no. after. Unless, unless you're into that. Well, I mean, no, I mean we're not, who's to judge? Yeah. But they said, you know, obviously it would be very, very dangerous um, physically, but then also ingesting the marshmallow, probably not a good idea. And then Twitter exploded with photos of people who had already done it in other areas in different situations, but over or near volcanoes and or lava. Right. And then there was a YouTube that people shared of this daredevil guy whose name is Simon, who, as you'll see, was able to pull it off. a beer mm -hmm. roasting a marshmallow <laughs> here's the problem when the fumes from the crater combine yeah. with the moisture in the air it creates sulfuric acid yes so what you're breathing kind of burns your mucous membranes so also not say, enjoyable yeah. i would think yeah, probably and then at the end of that video he just chucks his beer bottle in there because like, it's going to melt down anyway right. i might as well um yeah just ridiculous and don't try it even though that guy <laughs> made it look like it's, that's what he was doing in the video. It's inevitable that all of this stuff that people post to so, so, uh, social media <laughs> will end up bad. Somebody will get hurt. 
it's just a matter of time. Remember, like, everybody planking? Right. Everybody was planking, and then all of a sudden, oh, this kid fell off of a hotel balcony and died. And <laughs> this person got run over by a train for planking on a rail. And it's, yes. it's going to happen, because it always does. I know. Now, there was a, a story that you shared with me that I actually, I totally feel for this girl. as a 22-year-old college student in Sarah. England. Oh who was so scared because there was a spider in her house and she actually called her friends and no one would come over to help her. So she smartly ordered delivery and, um, and then wrote in the delivery notes that she was gonna need help with this spider. <laughs> and so when the guy showed up on his little delivery room bicycle right. with uh, her $17 of KFC, he uh, came in the house, used a whole bunch of toilet paper smash it off the wall and kill the spider for her. Yeah. And then she thanked him on Twitter. Yeah, and you know what? What he was saying was, you know, it, today was much better than yesterday because all I had to do was kill a spider because yesterday I almost got mugged, but Benedict Cumberbatch had to right. save me. Exactly, right? yes. <laughs> Those poor delivery rude drivers, man, they are working ah, them hard in right. England. You have to deliver stuff and then... You might get mugged. You might have to kill spiders I for know. young ladies. But you know who, before he was a legitimately amazing broadcaster, mm. had to cut his teeth by working doing this type of labor? Who could it be, Joe? Craig Foley. Craig Foley? He was a food delivery boy oh. on the mean streets of uh, Farmington Hills. I bet he was super good I, at it. Yes, he was amazing. He was ama as, But not as amazing as he is at broadcasting and letting you know what's going on in the world. So enjoy your two-hour time with Mr. Craig Foley today, and then we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture.